welcome back to the podcast. Today we are doing our episode on a Saturday, which I think is going to be the new norm. I've been wanting to change that for a while because usually on Thursdays is when I record because I always do it the day before. And um, usually I'm also working Thursdays, but Fridays aren't as busy. So if I can record Fridays, upload, launch on Saturdays, that would just make a lot more sense for my schedule. So that's the new vibe. Thank you, as always, for listening. It really means the world. Today's episode is going to be fun. It's going to be Harry Potter Mad Libs. And I just bought a classic Mad Libs book off of Amazon. So we're going to do themes. We're going to do a few. And I haven't done Mad Libs since I was a little kid. So we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be fun. But before that, I have two things I want to do. So first, some life updates. And then second, we're starting to head into fall fashion, fall terrain. I'm starting to plan trips, which means outfits are on the brain. Ooh, that rhymed. So I wanted to share some of the trends that I'm seeing now for the rest of summer and some moving forward. First life update, it is almost Harry James Potter's birthday. Ah! I love him, don't we all? He's just like one of the best characters of all time. It's always so fun to celebrate it, especially since that's like a national holiday with the common room. It's like July 31st and September 1st. (laughs) So yeah, I launched our chosen one, Ringer T, the puff print one. Thank you everybody who purchased it. Thank you for your support. It means the absolute world. That one is definitely like very close to my heart and I'm just in awe of the design that Sarah created for it. I'm definitely starting to feel the pull of Harry Potter as fall arrives, but I'm going to wait until September to read it because I am starting my Akatar reread, my Akatar journey. I've read it every summer for the past two summers. In 2020 is when I first discovered it or heard about it. And then I read it the next summer. I read the first two. So I never read Akawar, which is funny because it's actually my favorite in the series. So we'll see what what happens this summer. But this week I am headed up to Snowbird Resort, which is where I read Akatar for the first time and where I read it for the second time as well. So we're keeping the tradition going. Um, we're doing a family reunion up there as is tradition with Connor's family and I'm super excited to read it. I have an hour left in my book today. Um, it's so funny because since I started reading on my Kindle, I don't do page numbers anymore. I just know like the timing. So my Kindle says I have an hour left on A Million Junes by Emily Henry, which I say I think would be like a three and a half or four star read for me. And it's nothing like what I expected, but I am absolutely like enchanted by it. It's super magical and mystical and it's got like a really, it's just, I never would know it was Emily Henry. It's almost like the Night Circus. If you guys have ever read that, it's like sort of a feud turned mystery with magical elements, which is so cool. It's incredibly atmospheric. I would actually really recommend it as a fall read. So I'm excited to finish that. And so excited to dive into Akatar. And I think I'm going to mark up my books a little bit since I have three copies. I'm like, okay, my first copy I ever got, which is just like the classic bright red paperback, is like a horcrux to me. So I'm like, let's mark it up. Let's do it. I'm so excited. I, I just, it's been like such a good reading summer. And it's been full of like a lot of middle grade and YA kind of reads, which I've loved. Honestly, that's kind of just a good summer vibe. 
But I am very excited to dive into Akhtar just because I always want Feyre's journey in my life and I always want to read about her ups and downs and finding herself in art and friendship and everything. And if you guys have not read it, I would recommend I would recommend it more than anything. It's so good. Next life update is that I got my hair done. Nothing too crazy, but I just got um I got I went I was going to go in for a trim and then I kind of wanted curtain bangs, but I was really nervous. So I was really lucky that I had a good hairstylist because once I sat down in the chair, I was like, I don't know, just do whatever you want. So thank goodness she was amazing. <laughs> it was my first time seeing her. I've always been a trim my hair myself girl, which um, I was starting to feel bad about because I think it was getting a little uneven. I got a trim and then she gave me layers. And then she said when people want curtain bangs, she'll start off with a very subtle look and say like you can get more later. So she kind of just got a few hairs to frame my face and I like it. My hair's been straight ever since and so I don't really know the full look of it yet because I usually wear my hair wavy or curly. So but I'm also like not in a rush to shower or wash my hair because you know how good your hair feels after you go to the salon. I really never could have predicted the lengths to which 2022 would be my retro era. Like it's just been so throwbacky that's not a word but like tape players and very subtle curtain bangs and kind of like a more retro look the way I dress and like the music I listen to I'm just listening to so much ABBA and Queen thank you Marauders for that one oh and T-Rex of course <laughs> so it's been fun 2022 is a good year speaking of Marauders I'm in my summer era and I had a very beautiful Cornwall 77-esque camping trip with friends that was like for sure without a doubt one of the highlights of the whole summer so I just had to touch on that and say going camping with friends is spiritual 10 out of 10 recommend it was so fun I cannot believe that July is almost over that feels crazy it definitely doesn't feel unrealistic I feel like July was really packed like I look back at pictures at the beginning of the month and I'm like that literally feels like a year ago but it's still crazy that it's going to be August. Like, what the heck? I've been prepping for August and <laughs> at work, Kelsey was like asking Katie and I what our August vibe is going to be, which I love that question. So we were saying that like lovers, the soundtrack, we were talking about like the outfits we want to wear. What else did we say? Oh, so I think Kelsey said that the summer I turned pretty is the show. I can't remember her books. Sorry, Kels. But um, I've been thinking about my, I'm like, back to me. Um, no, but Lover is also my soundtrack. Akatar is going to be the book series. And um, fashion-wise, I'm not really sure. But I guess we'll maybe get into that a little with my fashion trends segment. August is going to kick off some trips for me, which I'm excited for. Last summer, I was like a traveling machine. And I just, for like 10 months straight, didn't really rest a ton. And finally, after so long, all winter, I was like, okay, June and July, we're going to chill. We're chilling. So I had a Utah summer and it's been so good. I am like not really ready for that to end. I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just traveling less in general now. But August should be really good. The trips I have, I'm so excited for. I get to go to Arizona to celebrate my best friend Tori's graduation and then, um, New York City for Connor and I's anniversary trip and okay the reason I'm saying all this is because last night late at night 
I realized that the What We Said girls were doing a like pop-up live show in LA and I was like, ah, I think I need to go. So I texted Katie and I was like, should I? Should I do it? And she was like, yeah. So we're, we got tickets. We got the VIP tickets. So I, I literally don't know how to function. I'm, I feel sick. I feel so excited. I feel sick. I am a day one, what we said podcast girly. I remember the exact day they launched it and I remember listening and then listening all the time on like every walk I went on and literally nothing has changed four years later. So the fact that I'm going to meet them is truly insane. And the hours that we've spent at the warehouse discussing every episode and just how much we idolize them is insane. So RIP me, I... (laughs) I'm such a fangirl. I don't know what's, I don't know. I don't even know what I'm going to wear, but I'm so excited. So that's another August trip that's like half booked that just came together last night. And every time I think about it, I'm like, ah. Final update is I thought I would do the Swiftle today. I have not done it. So let me play it. Oh, 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 oh. Wait, let me make sure. That's treacherous, isn't it? Got it. Honestly, so far when I've done it on the podcast, I've had easy ones, but I get stumped a lot of the time on these. (laughs) Those are all the life updates. Thank you for listening to me rattle on about my life. Now let's get into part one of the episode, which is going to be a quick fashion trend prediction slash current fashion trends I'm loving. Number one, I am not transitioning out of my Converse phase, but I am adding in other shoes that I'm finding myself wearing a lot. The first one that I just think is like just so cute, so stylish. I need to wear them more. It is the lace-up Doc Martin shoes. So not the boots, but the like smaller sneaker ones that you can tie. I feel like they just embody like I am an aesthetic girl. And the girls who I see wear those, I'm like, you are so cool. So I'm trying to get on that level. I think they are so cute. And I love wearing them with like little ruffle socks. I think they're really cute with like jeans or shorts or a dress, literally anything. And it just adds this like really cool sort of edgy vibe to a cute chic outfit. I'm also finally, finally on my chunky sneaker game. And for some reason, I was so insecure about chunky sneakers for a very long time. I was just like, those are cool girl shoes. I am not cool girl. I am girl next door. I will never consider myself like a leading fashion girly. Like you're not going to see me breaking out the newest trends. But when it comes to like girl next door bookish fashion, that is the niche that I thrive in and feel safe in. So sometimes I play it a little safe with fashion. Not even that like chunky sneakers are the most fashionable thing ever. I just think they're like cool. They're so cool. I actually have a notes app that said two things I thought I wasn't cool enough for. And it said Greek mythology and chunky sneakers. So I am getting rid of that this summer. We're getting rid of this stigma. And I've been wearing my Puma sneakers. They're like tan with teal in them. And they're already so worn out. Like you think I had owned them for so long because I just always reach for them. I think they are so cute. I'm going to buy the cream and the pink ones too really soon because I just need them. They're so cute. And I feel like the chunky sneakers with, once again, I really like the ankle socks vibe with like boxy mom, mom shorts or jeans. 
or like biker shorts and a big tee. It's just a vibe. Next up, this is super basic, but I find myself reaching for it over and over again. It's kind of like a cropped boxy tee. I just think there's nothing better right now. Like I'm kind of more someone who's into statement pants or shorts. So I like to wear right now, like the epitome of my favorite outfit would be like cute, like mom 80s shorts with the chunky sneakers and then just like a boxy tee. I think that is such a vibe. Um, I like to get them in multiple colors. I like to wear the boxy tees with overalls too or baggy cute jeans. For more dressed up stuff, I am seeing all over my fashion vendor page the baby doll tops. And it's kind of what I was saying in the fashion fit episode where it's like almost like a Regency vibe but top edition. So it's like got the sort of bodice thing like corset vibe and then immediately puffs out straight down. So kind of like a more modern take on the old 2000s peplum but uh, an upgrade of that. I think shirts like that are so effortlessly stylish and you can wear them once again with just like jeans or cute pants or a skirt or a score and suddenly it's like it's just the cutest. And then finally I've been looking at a lot of TikToks about fall fashion trends and I've been seeing everywhere that bomber jackets are in style which at first I was like huh because I'm thinking of like I don't know these like kind of leathery bomber jackets but I have some that are going to come into the shop that really made me feel confident. They're like sort of a suede-ish comfy fabric and it's very much athleisure. It's giving athleisure which is always a vibe. So yeah that's where I'm at with some of my favorite trends and go-to styles right now which is fun because when summer started it feels like every time summer starts I'm like what do I wear? Like, how do you even be stylish? And it always takes a minute to shift over. But yeah, now that it's almost August, we only have a few more summer pieces and then it's fall everything. So we're going to get stocked up on that fall fashion. All right, it is time to get into some Mad Libs. Harry Potter edition. I bought this random book on Amazon. It's so cute. It's throwing me back to my childhood. And it kind of, it just gives a title and then a list. So I chose one first that says a charming story with a happy ending. First up, we've got a noun. I am going to do Harry James Potter. Adjective. I'm going to put iconic. (laughs) For plural noun, I'm going to put owls. All right. Then I put adjective. I put awkward. Plural noun, broomsticks. Uh, Another adjective, stunning. Plural noun, friends. And now I'm on an exclamation. So I'm trying to think of something Harry says. Should I say Merlin's beard? (laughs) I'm going to do that. Merlin's beard, exclamation point. Okay, we need two verbs. I'm going to put swearing and singing. My two favorite things. Okay, and then we've got noun. I said whomping willow. Plural noun. Ford Anglias, (laughs) another noun, Hermione, and then two more. Verb, past tense, I said squashed, and then adjective, happy. (laughs) I hope I'm like not dumb and didn't um, mix up what any of those are. All right, let's write them in. Okay, I wrote it in immediately. Immediately? (laughs) This is not what I expected. (laughs) All right, let's read it. 
Once upon a Harry James Potter, hmm? there were three little pigs. The first little pig was very iconic, and he built a house for himself out of owls. The second little pig was awkward, and he built a house out of broomsticks. But the third little pig was very stunning, and he built his house out of genuine friends. (laughs) Help. Well... (laughs) Okay, well, one day a mean old wolf came along and saw the house. Merlin's beard, he said. I'll swear and I'll sing and I'll blow your house down. And he blew down the first little pig's whomping willow and the second little pig's Ford Anglias. The two little pigs ran to the third pig's house, the friendship pig. Thereupon the wolf began blowing, but he couldn't blow down the third little pig's Hermione house. (laughs) Makes sense. That checks out. So he squashed off into the forest and the three little happy pigs moved to Chicago and went into the sausage business. Wow, that is what you get when you build a house out of genuine friendship. (laughs) Help! That is immediately, immediately not what I expected. Next, let's do what to do when you have a cold. I'm going to make this one Marauder's Edition. We're going back to the 70s. All right, this is perfect. Starting off with two nouns. James. Serious. Plural noun. Homies. Another noun. Remus. Of course. Type of liquid. Oh, butterbeer. Duh. Why is this one actually an aesthetic, though? Okay, I did another noun, record player. And then Lily Evans. And then another noun four poster bed it's a vibe number number one for james potter of course and another noun shrieking shack exclamation bloody hell (laughs) last two a noun and two adjectives i said the moon and sleepy and cozy you know we'll see if the mad lib actually turns out to be as cozy as i made it as i wanted it to be Okay, let's go. This one's called What to Do When You Have a Cold. You can always tell when you're getting a cold because your James will feel stuffy and you will have a serious ache. (laughs) The pun, it's too good. The first thing to do is to take a couple of homies. Then get your Remus and rest and drink plenty of butterbeer, period. Sometimes it's fun being sick. Food is brought to you on a record player so you can eat and watch TV. And your temperature is taken by putting a Lily Evans in your four-poster bed. That is not appropriate. That is not appropriate. (laughs) If your temperature goes over one degree, a doctor should be called. He will thump you on the shrieking shack and say, bloody hell. Then he will ask you what the moon you ate the night before, huh? And x-ray your stomach. Finally, he will give you sleepy advice on how to get well. If you do just what he says, you'll feel cozy in no time at all. The part that resonates with me most is take a couple of homies, then get your Remus and rest. I want to be sick with Remus. I want to just be Remus's best friend. So, you know, if we're being sick, that's fine. Okay, I'm going to do a Golden Trio themed one. This is going to be Ron centered because it's called Special spring clothing sale and i'm feeling good about ron's dress robes from goblet of fire so that's gonna be my theme okay 
I've completed the list. Here it is. Person in the room, male, Ronald Weasley. Adjective, pasty. <laughs> no, I'm going to change it to ginger. Sorry, Ron. City, Hogsmeade, of course. Two adjectives, lumpy and purple. Article of clothing, of course I had to say Weasley sweaters. Um, three plural nouns. I said friends, pet rats, and chessboards. A color, maroon. Two adjectives, goofy and resurrecting, stunning, because I liked that one. Plural noun, spiders, and adjective, cold. All right, here it is. Ron Weasley has announced that his ginger clothing store in the heart of downtown Hogsmeade is having a purple sale of all merchandise, including lumpy suits and slightly irregular Weasley sweaters. Honestly, I'm in. Men's Cable Knit Friends, only $15.99, help. That's sketchy. Handwoven Italian Pet Rats, half price. Double-breasted cashmere chessboards, $50. Genuine imported maroon goofy shoes. Stunning handkerchiefs and women's embroidered spiders at all rock bottom prices. There's a chance to get some really cold bargains. <laughs> Those are cold bargains, truly. I do not want a hand-woven Italian pet rat, unless it's Peter Pettigrew, because maybe that means he would die and not betray everyone. Okay, that's all the Mad Libs I'm going to do. That was fun. I want to do that with friends. That would make it even more fun. <laughs> the first one was my favorite, for sure. Um, okay, I'm going to end this episode with my favorite things about Harry James Potter in honor of his birthday. First thing is, he is truly a product of the two best parents in the whole world. And sometimes I I just really can't even think about the fact that James and Lily didn't get to raise Harry because they would have been the best parents of all time. And they're two of the most iconic people in the whole world. So even just in his genes, he is amazing. I love that Harry immediately had a good gut instinct for kindness. He gravitated towards Ron as a best friend versus Draco. I think he's always had really good intuition. You can see throughout the books that he always sides with people with such good big hearts and not the people who are like, you know, Gilderoy Lockhart or like clout chasing Harry Potter. <laughs> I like that he puts his own fear aside for other people constantly. I really admire that. He's always just like, let's save I mean they say he has a saving people complex but it's like he's literally a hero he's always dropping anything for the people he loves something else I love about him is in the movies he never laughs like easily and he doesn't you know loosen up and show emotion really easily so when he does laugh or make a sarcastic comment it hits so hard it's like everything he says hits so hard I also love that he gets angry because personally, I struggle to feel anger. No, I feel anger all the time, but I choose to suppress it rather than feeling it. And I feel like when Harry's mad, he's never just like, calm down, Harry. Like, st like don't be this way. He never shames himself. He just gets mad and he always stands up for what he believes in, which I think is very hard because if I can people please and see that like my emotions aren't welcome, I will shove them down as long as needed. And I think he is such a good representation of like being authentic to his emotions. It never even occurred to Harry to like not live up to his destiny and help try to save the world. He never was like, 
uh, why is it me? Why do I have to do this? He just always did it. Even when it was like dropping out of school and hunting horcruxes, he was like, okay, well, that's what I have to do to save the world. He was very brave. He's the perfect main character. And then last thing, he's just really generous. He's like always getting presents for his friends. I actually love that they're always so good at getting each other Christmas and birthday presents. Because I feel like when I was that age, I would get friends presents if they had a party, but just not like Christmas. I don't think I got like all my friends Christmas gifts. So Harry's just very generous. He's always like buying his friends ice cream. And I think that's a really good friend trait. If you guys want to rep Harry Potter today or any day, feel free to check out our Chosen One tea. It is my pride and joy. I think it's one of our best teas we ever have. It's Harry's iconic blue t-shirt, the Ringer tea. Um, we have it for sale now on the site. It's on our homepage. I have a feeling that so many of us are going to reread Harry Potter um, starting this fall. So that's going to be fun. Bookstagram is going to be a fun place. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you liked it. I hope you're doing so well. Happy almost August. How insane is that? Thank you for listening. Bye, guys. Bye.